We're live. It's happening. Always. And forever. I should hope so. I know so. We'll get back up uh back up on YouTube in the in the very near future. Very near. Um it's been very, very cold in the garage. Muy and cold so though. um running a line to and from the house for the Ethernet and Getting all set up, we we basically get as set up as quickly as possible yes. and start recording rather than all right, let's do a little YouTube content, let's do the podcast. So we'll get back to that soon, and, yeah. and I think uh, we're gonna make something happen with that Super Nintendo night. So oh, it's gonna happen. I'm very so excited about hopefully, it. Hopefully, hopefully next week. But I don't want to mislead people and say like for sure. Um, I have to order some things, and we have to set up some other things. Got to see a guy about a horse. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Oh, I let out the secret. There's going to be a horse in the video. <laughs> now you're going to have to, like, Photoshop a horse. <laughs> a in horse there. in, yeah. Well, you know. Tyler Durden, that thing, and just, like, one little snippet. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a good episode. Always. Right off the bat with a good reference. Always. Mm. That is, I mean, we've talked, we talked about that on our, um, our Cannons episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, How Much I Love Fight Club. Yeah. That's I mean, a, that's a great book. It's, it's. And movie. Oh yeah, both of them are so well done, and that's I, I think I said this then, and I'll say it. I'll say it again, Brian. Uh, I think that the movie really does the book justice. Uh, yeah. So I saw the movie first. Okay. Then read the book, and it was way cooler reading it in Ed Norton and and uh, Brad Pitt's voice. I had that. You know what? I I, I agree. Agreed. Um, the issue that I've run into with that is uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. I tried to listen to the audio book. Uh huh. Because when I read the book, I hear Johnny Depp. Yeah. Um, I could see that. But when I got the audio book, they have somebody else narrate it, and it's good. But it's like you, it's not Johnny Depp. Mm. So. Um, I I had a very similar thing with uh, uh, the Lincoln Lawyer. So I actually didn't see the movie. I read the book first. But it was right when the trailers started to come out, and I was like, "Oh yeah, Matthew McConaughey was like in this hot streak," and I was like, "Oh man, I really want to see that movie." And I was like, "Oh, it's a book, Michael mm-hmm. Connelly. Okay, I'll read it." And I like those like John Grisham, Michael Connelly type books. Yeah. And it was just so awesome reading it in his voice, like when you read yeah. it internally. So yeah. That's a great movie. I, ironically enough, when I was doing my workout today, I watched The Lincoln Lawyer. I mean, not like in its entirety. Really? Yeah, I love that movie. It's a great it's movie. It's so good. Just the first time he gets um not pulled over, but I guess pulled over oh, by the, the biker. Oh, the motorcycle game? Yeah. 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 Good oh, stuff. man. Good stuff. I like the driver, too. Oh, yeah. Um, Shoot. Is that Ja Rule? No. Not Ja, ja Rule. Who is it? Um, it, it wasn't someone famous. Oh, it wasn't? No. Because he's great. Like I want, I, I, you know, I don't know. I see him in like a Fast and Furious movie or something. Uh, Lawrence Mason. Oh. Uh, looking at what else he's been in, I don't think it's much. Uh, I recognize him there in that black shirt. City of Lies. Mm, oh, I did Hackers. See, I did see him in Hackers. I do remember him in City of Lies. Only because I just watched City of Lies oh, recently. Oh, he was in, in on the blacklist or uh, in the blacklist. Chicago Med. Daredevil. Yeah, maybe I know him from Daredevil. 
which I've just started to get into. What is it? The Daredevil movie or the no, Daredevil the Netflix. show? The Netflix show is pretty good, man. Yeah. I don't know if it's uh, renewed for another season or not. No, it's it's done, but um, Charlie Cox remains Daredevil. I'll put it that way. Yeah. Okay. Like beyond the series. Okay. Oh, they're doing a movie with him? I don't know, but he reprises his role. Okay. <laughs> I'm not giving away anything else. Uh, we'll talk later. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to tell you. I'm leaving it at that. All right, I'll Google it. Cool. Just like Kamala Harris would want me to. <laughs> Is that how she did investigations? <laughs> no, you're There's not. enough here. Lock them up. <laughs> I Googled it. No, she's more like, yeah, just withhold that evidence. I uh, Googled it. I Googled it. I Googled, That's enough. Don't worry. I Googled it. It's legal. We can withhold the evidence. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, what was the Google page? www.criminals.com. <laughs> have, you ever, have you ever Googled something and... It not be a good idea. Um, I'm sure I have, but I've definitely watched you do it. Well, yeah, <laughs> but like, no, I meant to do stupid <laughs> shit when it's in front of you. But like, Dick Sporting Goods. Oh man, don't I, shorten it. I'll, I'll never forget. I was don't don't shorten it. I, <laughs> it's not dicks.com. It's not. I made that. I literally made that mistake did on you? a computer. Yeah. Or on a on a school computer. Yeah, I did it at work when I was a high school. No, teacher. the site came up. Oh, mine didn't. It was, it was I was at, I was at ECC, and it yeah. ca- and it came up, and I was like, oh no, and I was like, hide, delete. Oh, it's like those dreams that you have of like people catching you watching porn. Yeah, yeah, that was in real life for me. I wasn't watching it, but like it came up. I was shocked. I'm not judging you if you like wanted to watch it a little bit. <laughs> not at school. <laughs> no, save it for later. I'm gonna bookmark this one. <laughs> In case I forget how to get there. <laughs> yeah, you're the funny one tonight. Uh, yeah. Gosh, you ever seen the Boondock Saints? Oh, of course. Yeah. They the first you, one or the the, the, the first the, the remake first. of the first one. The first one with a, a Mexican guy instead of an Italian guy. Really? That? Is, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. they're like the exact yeah. same movie, and yeah. instead of Rocco, you got the Hispanic guy. Yeah, yeah. I like Rocco. R.I.P. Rocco. Yeah. Um, but the scene where like they call you the funny guy. The funny guy. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he tells the Coke joke. Yeah. Oh, God. So, anyway, speaking of great conversations like <laughs> we're having right now, you recently had one. I recently had one. And it sprung up a topic that isn't necessarily directly related to news, but politics and, and just generally having the conversation. Yes. Well, and actually, ironically enough, um, I had two conversations that were both relevant to this. One of them was not a good conversation. Really? Yeah, that's the funny thing. Um, and the other conversation was actually with my uncle. Oh, those are always those are always good conversations, oh, yeah. even in disagreement. Well, and the funny thing is he always, he always talks about how much he loves. I think it, the, the, the verbiage he used was uh, having something tennis, verbal tennis, playing verbal tennis with you. And I was like, well, Brian's a good tennis player. You better watch out. <laughs> I'll just tell you what. It's nothing but love. No, Nothing but love. Oh, and he knows that. No, too. no, I get it. Oh, I get it. I yeah, get yeah. it. It's a tennis joke. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I know. I know those things. And like I'm saying, no one really scores points because I want to make like we both yeah. have solid arguments, and it's just love. 
<laughs> Sorry, it was way cooler in my head. No, it was very cool. Okay, cool, 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 cool. tight, 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 tight. So I, I had a conversation um, fairly recently with a uh, a younger gentleman um, who disagreed, like vehemently disagreed with me on something. Um, Interesting. And, <laughs> happens all the time. <laughs> um, okay. But uh, he was, we were talking about, uh, ironically enough, we were talking about vac- vaccine passports. Okay. And vaccinations in general. Okay. And um, it came up very organically, and it's a person that I have conversations with pretty regularly. And um, he was just saying, you know, he goes, and he actually, he was kind of in alignment with you, but maybe to a little bit more of extreme and extreme, because correct me if I'm wrong, um, but uh, you had said that basically you weren't totally going out there and, um, you know, protesting for everyone should have vaccine passports. Right. But you weren't against it. Correct. Okay. So he was more like he thought everyone should have to do it for everything. And I said, my... Even like, I guess my, my question would be is like, where Even do you in, draw the line? Yeah, well, so like a vaccine passport, like, okay, maybe for like entertainment, like going to a bar where you're going to sit there and be there a while right, or yeah. like a movie theater. Gonna, but you can't like, it's very difficult to say like you need a vaccine passport to like go get groceries. Agreed. That's that's where I like, I do think it's very difficult to draw that line. And so, the, I mean, the argument that I made um with this gentleman was that well it seems silly because the way that it's implemented right now is very loosey-goosey like you can go into a coffee shop and you don't have to show it Mm -hmm. you know what i mean but if you go to a bar you have to i think if you go to a salon you have to as well a salon yeah interesting i'm not 100 percent sure but but then it's it's also been very loosey-goosey are salon emergencies or not because of the whole Pelosi situation? Well, that, yeah. I don't know if they can open in emergent situations. <laughs> I don't know. Unless it's for Nancy Pelosi. I, yeah. I think <laughs> you have to have a certain amount of the S&P stock. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> I like where this is going. Um, the other argument that I made was um, you can go to a sporting, event, you can go, or a sporting event, you can go to Wrigley Field, you can go to Soldier Field because they're <laughs> – quote unquote open air and yes right. they are but you're still sitting right next to you know right 50,000 people or however many people it holds you know right right so to me it's like well that's that's kind of silly like where do you draw the line as far as what you can and cannot do and then I said you know for me I guess my biggest argument against having them anyways is even if you have the <coughs> vaccine you can still spread the virus yes you can still contract it give it out to other people you can still get sick so it's kind of like well why do you have to have the vaccine to go to, go to mm-hmm. a, a bar then? Mm-hmm. If you can still do the same thing, what, what is it really preventing? Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't, I, I promise I listened, but I don't exactly remember his, his argument back. Um, I think he was still maybe kind of under the impression that like people who are vaccinated can't spread it maybe. Maybe that's where he was going. But I felt him kind of, and I, I didn't mean this, and I, I mellowed the conversation out after because um, he was kind of like... Um, he went straight into defense mode. Okay. And I've, I've encountered this, you know, numerous times. And I'm sure I've done this numerous times um, before I started doing a totally awesome podcast with one of my best friends in the entire world. <laughs> now I don't back down on shit, son. <laughs> but the, f- the further the conversation went on, yeah. I realized that it was futile. Okay. Um, 
which is kind of, it's like a bummer moment, but it's, he was so set in his ways of, um, this is how it is. Here's all of my media sources supporting what I'm saying is right. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. I just read this, you know, or I watched this thing on CNN, uh, or I did this, right? And, 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 you know, it came to the point where I was like, well, I had to get to the, it wasn't like a, uh, well, let's agree to disagree, but it was more of like a, okay, um, I, I understand what you're saying. I get it. Yeah. I, I see your, I see your point. Um, I don't, I don't agree with it, but that's fine. And so um, how did you walk away? Like when you walked away, how are you feeling about it? I wasn't feeling good. Um, and then I had another conversation with my, my uncle, him and my, uh, aunt came into the restaurant on Saturday night, which is like such a nice treat. I love getting a text from my aunt and she's like, Hey, we're, we're coming away. in. No, it's just, yeah, I get, I get nice. it in the morning and she's yeah. like, Hey, can you make a reservation? I'm like, hell yeah. I will cancel other people's reservation. <laughs> hey, your hey, VIP. hey, uh, hostess cancel that six o'clock for two at the bar. I have a new one for you. <laughs> um, and I, I was talking to him, and it, I think my conversation with him really drove the point home in my head, and that is that there, what drives me nuts about the current state of things, and it's not for everybody. This is not like a generalization, but this is something that I think there's a fair amount of. I think that there are, are so many people that are so hellbent on not necessarily, and, it, and it's hard to kind of decipher what it is, whether it's the truth, whether it's actually... Um, correct. I think more people just want to be right. They just want to have their point be the the point. Mm -hmm. um, you know, every article I've read said this, and I believe this, and so despite whatever comes my way or whatever anybody says to me, that's the way things are. Um, mm. And it's, I feel as though it can become dangerous at a point. Yeah, I think... Because I, I, I truly think that in the conversation that I was having, I'm not saying that I was right, but I think that everything that I said was correct and made a valid point. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so, like, for me, it's like, again, I'm not against the vaccine. Mm -hmm. I just think that what's the point of a vaccine passport? <clears throat> I think it's a very interesting topic for discussion in which currently the there's no absolute truth and the problem Correct. is yeah. is that people there are certain absolute truths regarding this pandemic but there are also instances like this mandate where you know is it fair is it not fair osha 100 person companies all these different things right um <clears throat> local enforcement versus federal enforcement there's a lot there and it's a very fluid situation and so I think that's really important to acknowledge and understand that <clears throat> it's one of those instances where agree to disagree is an actual outcome because there's no like, there's no absolute truth that you can say, well, you're just denying the absolute truth. Like if you were to have a conversation, I used to have conversations literally less than two years ago about climate change. Mm-hmm. And it's an absolute truth. Like, we're going through it. We're seeing it now more than ever. Right. How the Earth's climate is changing. Right. <clears throat> now, weather patterns are getting more erratic, erratic and, and more extreme. Mm -hmm. But just the general climate has been changing, meaning the climate overall has been 
you know, the earth has been heating up. And and these are things that <clears throat> there is no agree to disagree because fine, we're going to walk away and you're going to hold your, your beliefs, but your, your beliefs are incorrect. Well, Whereas this discussion, there is not necessarily a, an absolute truth. So there can't be you're right and you're wrong. You win, you lose. That's not how those work. And when people have those conversations, you have to acknowledge that it's a fluid concept. It's it's not necessarily black, black and white. You can't definitively say one is right. Now, someone might be more right because they have more points. There's more statistics. There's more scientific evidence one way or the other. But at the same time, it is very difficult to argue something subjectively and, like that. And perhaps it was a bad point. I merely shared the story because it, no, I think it, it's brought, a great up, point. It, it brought up the point in my head. You know what I mean? It made me think about it, I should say. Yeah. I've had conversations like that about many things. Right. You know what I mean? The point isn't just arguing about passports. Right. You know what I mean? Having your COVID card. <clears throat> the argument is being so immovable on your ideals or your ideas or what you think is true mm -hmm. in general. I think that, um, and you see this all the time. And um, I, I gave a lot of thought um, on the last podcast, if you guys haven't listened to it, it was a good one. Um, and Brian and I got to talking about the most current interaction between Rand Paul and Dr. Fauci. Fauci. Yeah. Uh, I texted Brian with a tirade the next day after I actually watched the video. <laughs> I didn't even know who you were talking about. You were just talking about two dudes and how angry you were. And then I was like, I did the same thing. Who with is, the... What is going on? Well, I like, Fauci yeah. and Paul. Yeah. I hate them both. I'm like, it was very oh. easy. I say Joey B for Joe Biden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think I said. <clears throat> you said Randy P. And little, and, and, and little, little Joey and F. Little Tony F. Or Tony F. Yeah. Little Tony F. Yeah. I'm like, oh. <laughs> I'm like, Tony F., is this like a Sopranos reference? Kevin's getting in with the mob. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> and a guy named Randy? Randy P. <laughs> I don't even know any Randy. I have an uncle, Uncle Randy, actually. Um, <laughs> but that I watched that conversation, and I was, I was just so, I was livid by the end sure. of it. And it's because they were both suffering from that. Okay? Were they like, and, it, and actually, I, I won't even say that. Because I actually listened to the, the the whole thing again today, oh, and what drives me nuts about it, by chance actually, I was watching a Breaking Points our um, little clip online, <coughs> and um, they, there's nothing being done in that conversation. I mean, I think that if Doctor Fauci really wanted to get back at Rand Paul, he should just answer his questions, no matter how many times he asks them. Answer them try to sway his idea or, you know, change his mind about what he's thinking and what he's feeling. Um, maybe clarify those emails a little bit. Maybe, um, you know, whatever. He's not doing that. Rand Paul's making the mistake of, like, he just he's really just trying to get his fucking 15 minutes of fame. When whether, whether or not what he's doing is right or wrong. It's not even it, the fame. It's the money. Yeah. Sorry. I think Fauci made a really good point in the last conversation where he basically... He stated how <clears throat> Rand Paul is running essentially his campaign on defeating Fauci, and you should donate here to defeat Anthony Fauci. That's like his campaign. So as he has these battles, and you know you clip it however you want it to to benefit one side or the other. 
when you play those clips and you're like, your, your base is very against Tony Fauci. Okay. Well now all of a sudden you have more motivation because you're not just supporting Rand Paul. You're, you're, it's very similar to like what happened with Biden and Trump. You had people that supported Biden. That's exactly the point. And then you had the people who just didn't want to support Trump. So they would vote for the other person. Well, and and part of Biden's, you know, it wasn't Biden's main slogan, but part of his whole thing was get Trump out of office. Oh, yeah. You know I mean, I mean so it was, it's, yeah, it's, it very, it's similar. It's not the same. It might not have been a slogan, but it was brought up many times. Exactly. So, I mean, it, it's similar in that way. Um, I don't think, and again, like, see, and, and I, I understand that maybe you enjoy that point, but I don't think it, like, still, it's so irrelevant. Sure. It's so irrelevant to what they, what should actually be getting done. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, COVID is obviously the biggest one, and that's a hard one for having a conversation because... I, I'm still a firm believer that in 10 years we're going to look back and be like, oh, well, we fucked up. Like, okay, I get it. We did the best that we could, but really we're just throwing everything at the wall and seeing what sticks. Yeah. Because um, they're constantly changing everything. And that's the funny thing about COVID conversations too is they, they just become so uncomfortable sometimes for some people. Yeah, it, it really is. Like I had, I, had, I had a conversation with my younger brother today with Mitchell. Okay. Because um, actually Uncle Jimmy just got over COVID. Oh, sorry to hear that. Yeah, it's okay. Him and his wife. Yeah, I mean, and they were sick for a couple of days and they got better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, Mitchell, my my younger brother, got COVID. Okay, he's doing well. He's had three shots. Sure. Um, and uh, you know, he got it anyways. That's fine. Sure. Um, I you know, I hope the vaccine is helping him out. It sounds like it is because you know he yeah, seems he's like, in the hospital. And... Yeah, he seems like he's doing better. Um, but I was having a conversation and I was trying to make light of something i can't remember oh i call because he he never told me he had it i found out through my parents and i think that he didn't want to tell me he got it because him and i have had conversations about the vaccine because he was under the impression that it was an end-all be-all like i'm good oh okay i'm good okay um and that just it's not the case uh certainly not anymore and so i think that like he was almost i again i don't know this to be fact but i think he might have been a little bit embarrassed not embarrassed or whatever just didn't want to talk about it with me because yeah. i literally talked to him like the day after he got his re- his results okay and so i called him up today he goes hey dude i heard you i go i heard you drink too many coronas <laughs> and i said you forgot to do the lime the the, the vitamin c and the citrus prevents viruses from, from occurring <laughs> you know and i'm just trying to joke with him and like he wasn't having any of yeah. it and i made a comment about like uh because I was like, so when can you go back to work? Well, he's like, well, per the CDC guidelines, uh, I can take a test after five days if I have no symptoms, and then I can return to work. And I was like, yeah. I said, well, make sure you take it after five days. That CDC guideline might change. I was going to say, <laughs> now it's just do the hokey pokey and yeah. shake it all about. Dude, as long as you put back. your fucking left foot in. Is, is, if you're a teacher or in, in, in a hospital, oh yeah, uh, you should probably have gone back already. All right, you haven't coughed in the last 15 minutes, get your ass back to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, like, I've tried to make light of it, and it's just like, again, even just like that little, like, trying to be funny, like, um, you know, it almost irritated him. You'd feel well, I, I could understand if he's if he's showing symptoms to be a little bit more irritable than usual. Yeah, no, <laughs> that's true. I guess uh, when I had coronavirus, if someone was making jokes, I would have politely told them in a not so polite way to come like completely fuck off. Yeah, because I was not feeling well. I but I also understand what you're any. saying. I yeah. do think, you know, w- we had the COVID conversation on on you know the podcast a couple episodes ago, and I thought it was <clears throat> very good and. You know, we didn't come to full agreement on everything, but like 
we still came to some understandings of each side and like all of that. And I think that's the most important thing yeah. when dealing with, uh, you know, something that is far more up in the air. You know, it, it, it is very, very difficult to have certain conversations with people. And, you know, <clears throat> I think in general, you need to be able to relent on things. For instance, yeah, when I when I talk about I, I, I had a conversation today with someone on Facebook and, you know, they're they were, you know, basically saying that there's absolutely no point uh, of the vaccine, do your research, don't take it, blah, blah, blah. I was like, mm, that's not the case. And so I was talking with someone and, and, and they said, you know, that it's not working. It doesn't do anything. And, you know, she had been in the hospital with COVID and I was like, oh, were you vaxxed? Well, no. Okay. Perhaps you wouldn't have been, but I, I wasn't going to say that, but like, cause I wanted to be you know, careful. This was right. a relatively unknown person. Like I've never met them. Yeah. <clears throat> and so we continue to have the conversation. I really just wanted to understand her point better. Um, she was from the state of Florida and was talking about how much better it is in Florida, <clears throat> given that they don't have any restrictions. And she's like, people are building up natural immunity that way. And I was like, well, Florida has like the fourth highest death toll. And has had another massive surge, all these different things. You know, hospitals are at the breaking point. You know, DeSantis is asking for federal help, all of these different things. So what is he asking for federal help for? Uh, funding and I believe tests earlier, but he's been asking for more federal assistance. Okay. So I'm sure he's not the only one. No, 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 no. But DeSantis has been very... Like, like him and Governor Abbott have been aggressive against the federal government. Abbott is Texas, right? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, so... I think that's kind of like just their shtick. Yeah. No, it, it's a winning thing because the people there yeah. be believe, have their own certain beliefs. And that's, yeah. that's what I have an issue with is when people don't want to acknowledge certain facts. And so when I said, you know, they were like, well, this vaccine was, you know, made within a few weeks. And I said, first off, it wasn't. It's been over decades of research, specifically when, you know, um, SARS originally came out, blah, blah, blah. They continued that work in Saudi Arabia and so on and so forth. And then we get to now where there's all of a sudden this desperate this, yeah, need. This particular mRNA vaccine was only in the works for like a year or like not even a year. It was well, like six they, months. They have almost the entire like project, right? And so what ends up happening and I had to give Donald Trump credit is like Operation Warp Speed dumped tons of money into several private companies to do these massive testing. It was the most tested, scrutinized vaccine in the history of American healthcare. And so we should be thankful that like, oh, my God, like technology has improved. Like, do you have to go to the library and look something up in the dictionary in order to or to go find an Encyclopedia Britannica? No, you now have it on the phone. Things operate faster because we have better technology. We have more resources. We have a lot more money. Yeah, but with great power comes great responsibility. Sure. And I mean that because like there's a lot out there, but you still have to be careful what you're reading. It's not as reliable. No, no, as no. That, that's not. That's not the. No, no, no. What I'm saying is, is 
technology has advanced. So you no longer have to go to the Encyclopedia Britannica and drive down the road. You can Google something and find an answer. Yes, you should always be careful of your sources. But what I'm saying is accessibility with technology is far more advanced. So we should expect a, a, a um, heavily developed already vaccine to finally make those final steps when you're dumping billions of dollars into it and multiple companies doing multiple things to make it happen. And so, and then we have the same scrutiny or a, a level of scrutiny we've never seen in the past. So <clears throat> what I'm saying is, is when people say, oh, well, no, this is, this is only, this isn't safe. Like people listen, the problem is, is there are certain facts <clears throat> that we cannot deny. We can't deny that this is one of the safest vaccines in the history of, of healthcare. We can't deny that. You can, well, you know, you uh, can look up the well, very, well, here's the thing. Hold go. on, let me finish. Okay, it's oh, like sorry, people want to cite the VAERS and this, like you don't get pregnant from it. You don't get syphilis from it. Like the VAERS is not a good resource. Random medical I don't journals. Know what the VAERS is. The V-A-E-R-S? I don't even know. So a lot of these reports come off of the VAERS list where people are self-reporting certain things. Mm. And you can literally see like car accidents. Yeah. You can see um, uh, Nicki Minaj's cousin got all this notoriety because he oh, yeah. all of a sudden had an STD or <laughs> something. And it's like. But he just got vac vaccinated last week. Way to go, bud. I mean, you really you got, went to a bachelor party, yeah. played around a little too much, and you got busted. So, so. But it wasn't him. It was the, when it was we look the vaccine. at <laughs> yeah when yeah when we look at like peer reviewed articles, we look at the statistics, we look at the data. Mm -hmm. It's there. And so we can't deny data. We can say, oh, well, this source, that source, and I'm all not that. talking about sources, sources with that. My, okay. my biggest thing is we, we don't know the long-term ramifications of the vaccine yet. I'm not, and that's I'm not harshing on the vaccine. I'm, I'm merely, I think that the, the story should be told in its entirety. You know what I mean? As of right now, you know what I mean? It's obviously a heavily tested vaccine. A shit ton of people have gotten it. You know what I mean? So like that, the, the short term data seems good. And that does it, does it actually, you know, stop you from getting the, the virus? No, but it's, it's been, there's some pretty good data out there saying that it does decrease the symptoms of it and it reduces hospitalization. That's great. There's a, there, there, yes, there are breakthrough cases and that's not it reduces always spread and that's not always the case. I see, but does it reduce the spread? The sure. spread though? Yeah. I'll look up the exact amount. Cause I, I, I mean, I don't know. Here's the thing with like that kind of data, and actually, I'll let you look that up. Let me finish my point. All I'm saying is that, um, you know, we could find out 20 years down the line that everybody who got the vaccine and pray to your God or cross your fingers or do whatever it is you do for good luck, go cut off a rabbit's foot and put it on a little chain and hang it around your keys uh, if that's what you do. Um, but, I mean... Who knows what's going to happen in 10 years? Who knows what the, the, the long-term effects of it are? And I only say that is be, because of the mRNA technology. You know what I mean? There's such thing as long COVID. Who knows what the, the, this little chain of the virus is going to do to your body in the vaccine as well. Yeah. Um, and again, I'm just putting it out there. I'm not talking shit. No, you're, you're not. You're, no you're haters. Having, you're having a conversation, which is great. And so... Are you looking at the Merrick pill there? No. 
What it, I think that's what's up there, the little red pill. Is that Merrick? No, 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 go down, go down. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that. The so co- The COVID pill. So <clears throat> it's interesting because, for instance, there was just an inst- like uh, a little thing with the Joe Rogan podcast, and he was making the argument about myocardi- myocarditis in children getting the vaccines. Mm-hmm. And the guy sitting across from him said, well, yeah, but you're eight times more likely to get myocarditis from COVID than the vaccine. So it stands to reason if you're going to get myocarditis from COVID, you're eight times, eight to 10 times more likely than it would make sense to get the vaccine. Well, Joe Rogan wasn't having it and he had Jamie pull it up and it turns out he was wrong. And then he said, well, now we got to, the source, we don't really know. And so that's when I have issue is like when people are having a conversation and you bring in a source that is credible, Jamie and Joe Rogan were the ones that pulled it up. It wasn't this guy like slid something out of a note card and was like, here, check this out. And so I think it was like Scientific American or something like that. When people have those moments, instead of Joe Rogan being like, no, 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 maybe it's the source. Maybe it's the source. No, that's when you take a step back and go, oh, shit. Did you watch that whole or listen to that whole episode? No. I was just curious. I was just curious. No, no. no I, I was, I was, I, it was just the moment. That's all I cared about. Because in the moment, you see Joe Rogan fighting it, and it's right there on the yeah. screen. He and goes, and then he, he goes off on the source, saying the source is wrong that he looked up. He actually he goes back on the uh, the, the argument of that. He cha- he kind of changes his tune throughout that interview. Okay, well, good. I'm, and I'm only saying that because, and that's part of my point with this too. Is is there's there's so often times that people. Uh, you finish your point because I, I I'll get back. No, at, so so what I'm saying is is. Instead of taking a moment to pause and reflect and say, wow, that's interesting. Yeah. And you know what? Maybe I was wrong. I'll yeah. and, do and some that's... research. People immediately doubled down. Going back to what you said about being politically correct. Like, and that's part not of like my politically point. correct. Like we, we usually talk about it. It's like, I have to be right. I'm digging my heels in. Right. And I'm going to win this argument. This is my point, Brian. You know, you, yeah. you, you, you I'm know gonna what I'm talking about. I'm going to win this argument. And it's like, listen, I'm, I'm very similar in the sense like, I make my mind up. I do a lot of research. I've, I have a lot of conviction. But yeah. at the same time, I'm going to relent where I see a good point. Similarly, when we were talking when, with, your, with your uncle, or when I was talking with your uncle, he made a very valid point against like the idea of uh, passports and stuff like that with mm-hmm. the AC, you know, with, you know, uh, having to have IDs and stuff like that. It's restrictive. It could be, you know, Did he ten- make the same point that I made. Huh? Yeah. Oh, no way. Yeah. So, <laughs> but it, you know, so my whole thing was like, listen, this isn't, this is a state of emergency. This isn't a law going into the books forever. So like, hopefully th- not. Hopefully. And I and so I would relent and say, well, yeah, if this was a, a legal thing where forever you have to show an ID just to get into places, okay, well then I can see maybe that being a, an issue because you're being restricted based off of certain things, right? And but then again, like it's it's hard to cry poor when you're going into bars and stuff like that, but here nor there you need to eat. Right? I mean, that's, just, but that's the same thing with voting though, too. You know what I mean? No, no, no. To that point, like that's if, you, the, if you're you going to cry, cry about- poor because it's your legal constitutional right. It's not your constitutional right to eat really good pub food. I think that's in the constitution. I think you need to reread. The I, I think it should have been, you know, remove the filibuster, put in good pub food. 
Yeah, okay. Life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness, and good pub food for I everyone. I mean, that, you, could make the argument, you could make the argument pursuit of happiness is good pub food. I've made that argument before. A little before, fish and, and chips. You, and then you made the argument against me. <laughs> I literally <laughs> made that argument. <laughs> I said you could. I didn't say it was valid. I made it, and it's valid. It's I double-checked. I Googled it. It's right next to Kamala's evidence. It was right on, I think it was on ABC News. It was on Dicks.com. It was, it was, it was, it was, was, was I went to Dicks.net, okay, Brian? Chill. <laughs> <laughs> I went to college a long time ago, okay? That was the, the big .net craze. <laughs> .org. <laughs> went to .org. Oh, my gosh. No, I, I think... My, 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 the big thing that I got... Actually, and I was going to make another point. Oh, I forgot yeah. what it, No, I forgot what it oh, was. It was about I, Joe Rogan. Oh, yeah. Well, I get... I, you know, it's... Listen... Everybody who listens to this podcast knows I like the Joe Rogan show. Sure. I think he's a fantastic podcaster. I think he's a wonderful interviewer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I mean? He's His technique with that is great. I think he's well-versed on a lot of things. I think he has his own biases. I can look past that and enjoy the show. I don't give a shit that he has the craziest people on there. I don't give a shit that he, you know, he has whoever on there. Mm-hmm. It's his show. He can do whatever the fuck he wants with yeah. it. The fact that he has a huge following... You could say the same thing about fucking Fox News. You know what I mean? Oh, well, why do they let people talk on Fox News? Well, because that's their prerogative and they own the business and they can do whatever the fuck they want within reason. Yeah. Um, that's how I end all of my sentences now, within reason. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think... But, I think but, th- go ahead. No, because my, my, my thing is this. is like, And I, I say this often, and I don't mean it to be an attack. I don't mean it to be... Um, I don't know, disrespectful, whatever. I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do give a fuck with you, but most people I don't. <laughs> but um, it's so easy to take clips or take things out of context or not see the rest of, or listen to the rest of the actual like conversation mm-hmm. and make up your own ideas based on a small little snippet of something. Sure. You know, I'm guilty of this. I've had to, I've had to fucking bite my tongue or eat my shoe. What do they say? Eat my sock. Put your foot I've in your never, mouth. Put I've, your foot. Put your foot in your mouth. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, um, I mean, I guess you I'm great. might eat your sock if you continue biting down, but I think it's just put your foot in your mouth. Yeah, I'm great at dad jokes. Terrible at uh, sayings. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's you know, there's been tons of times where I've watched a little clip and like, you know, fully watched it afterwards. I'm like, well, fuck, that's not right. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh gosh, I took that way out of context. It's so easy to take those clips from the Joe Rogan show and hate it. But I would like to know how many people actually listen to the Joe Rogan show that don't like Joe Rogan. Like, oh, I listened to an entire episode. Oh, I've listened to entire episodes yeah. and been absolutely fucking mad with him. And that's fine. Right. And that's fine. Like, he is not my personal cup of yeah. tea. My only problem is is that he continues to promote certain messaging, mm-hmm. like the whole ivermectin thing. And, like, yeah. there's been countless studies disproving this. And but like, there's been a lot of studies that, like, show the opposite. That, that's the thing. No, they and pair like, it and up I, with monoclonal antibodies. And it's like, well, the monoclonal antibodies is what does it. It's not the ivermectin. Well, you don't know that. Well, why is you don't you don't no, know that yeah, we do? That's what I'm saying. Studies, there's there's, this, there's, there's the been, Venezuelan study where they 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 gave all the di- and actually I don't know if it's Venezuela, but there's a country that it has a name um, <laughs> that did a study <laughs> that did a study with ivermectin where they gave <coughs> they gave ivermectin to their healthcare workers. Okay, I, I don't remember how many people were in the study, but basically half got ivermectin, half didn't. Okay, they continue on. They all work. They're all working with people who have COVID. The people of the people who were taking ivermectin, 
zero of them contracted COVID. Mm-hmm. Now, there can there's an argument to be made there where maybe they were asymptomatic. Mm-hmm. That's fine. That argument is valid. Sure. But of the people who didn't take the ivermectin, there was a very high percentage of them that ended up contracting COVID. And now, I'm not saying that that is the end-all, be-all of that science. I'm just saying there are studies that show both ways. Is there an actual study going on in the U.S. right now? No, because you know what happened with ivermectin is they demonized it. You could make the uh, the argument about ivermectin that the reason that they're not they're not using it right now is because it's it's not patented anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That they're not making money off it. That the drug companies want to move on and and have the new drug that they can charge three hundred dollars a pill for to the insurance company. I'm not saying which one of those arguments is correct. I don't know. I haven't done the research on it. You know what I mean? But I'm just saying that like. You can say a lot of things, but like, I don't think there's enough research to really show one way or the other. And you can say, well, it was the monoclonal antibodies. I'm sure it probably was, man. I'm sure that that had a huge factor in it. There's great studies on monoclonal antibodies and how, how fantastic they are against fighting COVID. Um, it, it's just to me, like, everybody wants to jump so quickly and just jump on this horse to warmer train. Oh, it's a horse. Well, that, okay, so that was definitely a misrepresentation. Certainly, that was definitely Certainly. a misrepresentation. Certainly. He wasn't using the horse version of it, right? Absolutely. And so, like, you know, but that and and that's the problem. That's not the point of my my whole discussion this evening. My the point of my discussion is like, you need you need to be fluid. Just like we're fluid now with the whole everything coming in about COVID, we're constantly learning about things. Things are changing all the times. Sometimes it's bullshit. Sometimes it's not bullshit. You have to be the same way with your arguments. You know what I mean? Well, okay. So I look at like Merck, right? They, they're they the ones that are making the ivermectin. And they're even saying like, there's no efficacy to it. I think there's a bunch of people that make ivermectin. Right. So, but they're saying like, they've, they've done preclinical trials for it and there's no efficacy. But to you're it. also looking at a company who made the new drug for covid right they benefit either way not necessarily because there's the because ivermectin is unpatented or the patent is up on it anybody can make it you know what i mean so like they're not going to be the only ones making money you can get a, a different generic ivermectin do you see my point not entirely well i mean they should still try selling their shit yeah of course they're going to try it but a bunch of other people are going to try it but if you say our new red pill. Oh, that sounds real good. I think it's more of like a, a pink. brownish. It's yeah. like a brownish pink. <laughs> the color of the pill is important because I don't want to sound like a conspiracy it, theorist. It looks like your poop after strawberries. Does your poop turn red after strawberries? I think you should have maybe gone with like after eating beets. It did once. Really? I How many like, strawberries did you have? I had two cartons of it and a gallon of orange juice. <laughs> it's an odd combo. Yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> there was a lot of citric acid actually tore up the lining of my intestine. No shit. Yeah. How are it, they now? Oh, it was fine. It was like it, two days. You just like hmm. don't do that. It's not good <laughs> to eat that much. That well, you much heard it on the Mad Libs podcast first. <laughs> I, I had a little bit of blood in my stool. Hmm. What about your poop though? <laughs> Unbelievable. So so here's here I. But do you see there 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 could be a point there's a point to be made there. Okay, That's no all. no no, but here's my problem. Yes. It's like if all of the data okay. and all of these scientists are saying it. Okay. When do people just say, "You know what? Okay. 
Like, it, what? what is the line? So this is the one thing that I understand yeah. when people have a conviction and it's like, well, why won't they just relent? I'm showing them the data, right? Okay. So, like, if I'm pulling up study after study, you know, the producer of ivermectin, all these, you know, insurance companies. One of the companies, producers, yeah. One of the producers. So I'm saying, like, a producer of ivermectin, all of these longitudinal studies, all of these other things. You know, insurance company were, you know, we're happy to to get involved and make some money off of it. But like, at what point do we say it it's not the effective strategy? And like, when do people relent? So in the case of ivermectin for me, mm-hmm. would be a, a full on U.S. study. Okay. That for me, if, okay. if, if, if and, and I'm talking like, I don't want it sponsored by fucking Pfizer, no, no, Brian. No, no, no. It's got to be pure. Review. I want it. I want it sponsored by Alex fucking Jones. <laughs> <laughs> he's got to have his tin. He's got to have a tin hat on while doing it. <laughs> no tin. Fuck that. It better be an aluminum foil hat. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tin, yeah. <laughs> no, but like, yeah, U.S. study, not government paid for. You know what I mean? Like, maybe actually, I don't really care if the government pays for it, but like. You know, you got to be careful with that because that's what bothers me about sometimes. Oh, you're in the Atlantic article? Yeah. Oh, there's your forever spins, Bri. God damn it. They're, they are They're beautiful. They're so pretty. They're so beautiful. So, so uh, last time when we were prepping for the podcast, we were going through and I saw this like banner ad for this forever spin. It's a top. It's a top. Like think of the Inception. <laughs> it's a uh, The Inception token that Leonardo DiCaprio uses. <laughs> It, it looks just like that. It's very fancy, and supposedly it spins for a very, very long time. And I was like, uh, I better fucking spin forever because it's in the name. Well, and so I'm looking into it, and I clicked into the banner ad, and of course, like now every single banner ad I get is is about forever, forever spin. spin. Yeah, but it is made in Canada, so that makes me trust it a little bit more. Um, mm. But they're like, they're probably they're like It'll eighty, cr- they're eighty dollars. A piece. Yeah. And then, like, we were looking at, like, the base to spin it is, like, a... It's, like, 24-karat gold-plated base, well, and it's, like, Brian, another they $80. Ha- they have to charge $80 for the base and $70 for the top because they're, they paying pay for uni- they're paying for universal health care. Exactly. You know God, what? God, God, damn, God damn it, Kevin. God damn I'm gonna have to, I'm going to have to go pay for one now. Don't pay for that. Fucking try to pay for businesses to move their fucking manufacturing back to the U.S. Oh, that's going to happen. It is if you make some tops and charge $80 no for them. No way. <laughs> No way. Dude, you, know, you, know what, you know what you know what America um, an American company would do? They'd start manufacturing it and be like eighty dollars. Okay, how can we double our margins? Let's offshore this to Singapore. Done. Ugh, that makes me sick to That's my stomach. That's what every American know, company makes me does. So sick to my stomach. You know, I, I used to talk a big game about Orca, the company Orca. It was like Did a they branch. Move? They fucking moved. They it. fucking moved to China. I'm Every, fucking. I am going to this hand is what build. I'm, trying to I'm gonna tell hand you, build the fucking Great Wall myself. This is what I'm trying to tell you. It is a messed up, flawed system in America, and like we don't ever is a is a like a true American economy. And if, from a general perspective, obviously not in the mom and pa shops or yeah. even some corporations might do the right thing, but in general. When it comes to anything manufacturing or goods made here, we obviously offshore most of it and double the margins. Yeah, I hate that. And it's the grossest thing. And like I was talking with someone about inflation here in America and people are like, oh, the prices are going to, they just keep skyrocketing. And it's like, yeah, do you realize that these are billion dollar companies 
they're still making billions of dollars. They don't need to raise their prices. They could hypothetically make less than $10 billion a year and only make two. But no, they choose to raise their prices yeah. because they can. Yeah. And they will. Yeah. And there's a lot of price gouging because like, oh, inflation is going up. So they're going to try it. Inflation goes up 7%. We're going to raise our prices up 8 mm-hmm. And that's what, what continues to happen. Now, yeah. in the immediacy, like there's this idea of like, well, supply and demand. The, d- the demand is so high. The supply can't keep up. We have to raise prices. So, right. yeah. you know, and make the most of it. That's all well and good. But that isn't always the case with what's going on here in America. Not true. No, I'm saying you're no, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I was like, so so that's like another thing with, you know, having conversations. I have this economic conversation all the time with people. And like people just have certain preconceived notions that they do not want to shake. Yes. Like we that's are. That's the point we, of this conversation. We, we are raised in a capitalist society that works. Does it? Has it ever worked in America? Has it ever worked? Maybe once. I don't know. Because at no point have we not had debt crises or depressions or catastrophic economic losses. Do you see that they're talking about like a 2022? By the end of 2022, there's going to be another uh, recession. That wouldn't surprise me. And it's like, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. And and they're, they're, you know, in the natural economic cycle, there should always be recessions. Mm -hmm. There should always be moments of, you know, bullish markets and all that 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 bullish and bearish that's that that's good right it should be cyclical but similar to climate change when you push things too far yeah it becomes more and more extreme the toll that it takes so we have pushed ourselves so extreme in the capitalist society i mean think about this people always go well wages if if wages go up that means inflation's going to happen really Because inflation has happened for the last 40 years, and wages did not go up for mainly the last 25. They just uh, changed it, actually. uh, We have to pay the busters like $13 an hour now. Well, okay, so that's great. Right, but that's an Illinois thing. Yeah, and and correct. for the record, something that's very interesting, people hate Illinois, all the taxes are shit, and blah, blah, blah. We're actually getting to a balanced budget. For the first time in how oh, long. That, that sounds We're great. paying down Love debt. It. Love it. So like everyone that hates Pritzker and all this bullshit, I get it. He looks like a big turd. I get it. I disagree. I think he's actually. I might have a beer with him. Now, now, now that I'm finding this stuff out, I'm like, he's not as bad as everyone wants to make him out to be. Oh, I need to get out of this state. The taxes are too crazy. Yeah, yeah but that's because for the last 30 years, despite Republican or Democrat, this state has been mismanaged. It's got one of the best economies, and it's been very poorly managed. It's now being managed much better. And what do you know? We're balancing the budget. We're, we're paying down debt. Yeah. The credit rating <clears throat> went up for the first time in 25 years this year. You know what else is great? We finally have a governor that we didn't have to throw into jail. <laughs> <laughs> ah, bringing a little joy. I mean, really. And we, we've thrown Republicans and Democrats in jail. All of them. I think more Democrats than Republicans. Mm. At least from the state of Illinois. Nice. Way to go, Illinois. Because I think Way to be was George, George Ryan was George Ryan was a uh, Republican, I believe. I believe he's, yeah. Yeah, he was a Republican. Blago, Ryan, and then there was one other. Blagojevich. No, I said Blago. Oh, sorry. Yeah. It was, there was one more. 
He's not even good enough for me Anyways, to say his full last yeah, name. Yeah, that's why I'm not saying it. Not because I couldn't remember, because I didn't want to. He's suffering so hard right now in Club Fed. So, <laughs> so here's getting back to the whole conversation is like, I totally understand. And I am guilty of it where I'm, if I feel conviction, convicted about something, convicted? Conviction. Well, I have a conviction about something. Do I feel convicted? I think you can Con- still feel conviction. You feel conviction. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Google it. If I really believe in something, I'm going to have a porky pig moment and just skip over it and yeah. be like, I'm choosing a different word. If I feel if I feel a very deep belief for something, yeah. of course I'm going to fight for it. I know. But if someone... If, I talked to you about it twice a week, right? Right. I mean, on, on recorded twice a week, I talked to you far more about it than that. But like, if if people bring something up, I really do try and listen. And yeah. And if someone is able to change my mind using data, using historical perspective, right? Okay, I'm willing to listen. I'm willing to try and change my mind or say, hey, maybe I am too far to one side of the spectrum on this particular issue. Mm-hmm. But the problem I see is, is like, there's never that uh, mutual respect in most instances when I have these feelings like you just had where you're like, it was futile. They weren't, <clears throat> they weren't listening to me. Like they, they just, they thought their point when, when I needed to express myself, yeah. I could see them thinking Waiting of a say, retort. Yep. Oh yeah. I you hate can that shit, see Brian. that in like, I, hate that. I think that is one of the most frustrating things is when you can tell someone is not actively listening, but actively creating a new argument. Word. That's, that's the most frustrating Damn. aspect about all of this. Yeah. It's like, you I just see you need do it to all the listen. Time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting here talking about ivermectin. You're like, Merck.com, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Fuck this asshole. <laughs> no. I'm, I'm not having it. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> I listened to you, though. Uh, did you? Yeah. I think your fingers did the listening. No, my fingers did the walking. <laughs> that sounds oddly sexual. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> I'm not gonna, yeah, no, I'm going to leave that one right there. No, right. go ahead. Go, go, go. go. Um, so I, I think when you, you know, brought this topic up to me, I thought it was interesting because, you know, full transparency, I was like, kind of like, well, what are we thinking for a topic? And I was like, well, we got the voting rights bill. Actually, at first I was like, I got absolutely fucking nothing <laughs> because I know the voting rights bill is there. I love the, the proposed OSOF bill about, you know, uh, stock. Mm-hmm. I think that the, there's some bipartisanship in that too. Yeah, um, there there is. So for sure there is. I think on the House side. I don't yes. think on the Senate side. There's nothing on the Senate side. We need to get rid of the Senate. The whole the whole thing. Nah, we, actually, not get rid of it. We just we, need to no. Do you it. think? I think it would be interesting if we got rid of what was it, the Twelfth Amendment, which is the one um, amendment. 17th the 17th amendment is the one that um repealed the idea of senators being appointed by the legislature of the state hmm because senators have way too much power because you're talking about a senator from california having equal power as someone from montana which is good in a way but like there is a big discrepancy with how many people are being represented. 
So I, I just think it's very interesting that conversation of ridding the 17th Amendment because basically all it did was give power to the smaller states that didn't necessarily need it. We could have that conversation on the podcast. Yeah, we could. 17th Amendment. Should it stay or should it go? If it stays, there will be, be trouble. trouble. But if it goes, <sighs> there could yeah, be double. Could be double. Could be. <laughs> but you know what? I'll always double down on the fact that you should have the conversation, even if it's not going in a direction that you want. So I know at the end of the conversation, you felt it was futile. Oh, maybe, I'm still glad maybe I had the, it. Yeah. Still glad I had and it. And maybe the next time it won't be because yeah. maybe they'll have time to reflect. Because similarly, like with the Rogan example, I didn't watch the whole thing. So maybe he did backpedal. Maybe he did change his mind. I don't know. I don't think so. But I think people over time can slowly change their mind. In the moment, it is instinctual to become defensive. They're attacking my argument. Now I need to mount a defense rather than, hey, they're trying to help educate me on something. Maybe I should listen and, and hear them out. Whether or not I fully agree with them doesn't matter, but I should at least hear them out. Maybe I don't know there's if I've some... ever really felt the need to mount a defense. No? Uh, debate class. Well, yeah. You, you don't, you don't ever club. feel like... No, because like when I so like when I have a conversation with you, and I'll keep this brief because I know we're at the hour mark already. Dang. Um, but like when I have a conversation with you or, or anybody about politics, and obviously I've said this before, um, I have more and more of them, you know, as time goes on, um, as I feel more comfortable having conversations like this. Um, but I, I I try to think of everything as like it's it's like you're you're both the teacher and the student. Because I am trying to get a point across to you. I'm trying to educate you on something that I think to be true based on my learnings. But at the same time, I know that I don't know everything. So I know that I need to know, or I, I know that I need to hear what you're about to say. Because I could be wrong. I've never, I, 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 I'm sure I have in the past. I'm not like a perfect fucking person. Definitely not. I'm not a perfect no con conversa conversationalist. Um, I think that's a word. If not, it Google it. <laughs> um, it <laughs> Brian's Googling. It um, but I, I, I always do my best to just make everything about progressing. You know what I mean? Either I'm going to give you a good, a valuable piece of information or you're going to show me that I've been completely wrong. I'm okay with being wrong. I've never felt like I needed to be right about everything. There's times where I really want to be. Yes. You know what I mean? But like, I just, I don't know. I, my, my older brother always <coughs> told me to question everything. Yeah. And I like, it stuck with me because I was a young age. Same thing that we talked about last time when we were talking about how my sister told me that Russian women had something weird in their nether regions. <laughs> and so Brian and I called her and her response was, well, you were young and impressionable. So I said it. <laughs> so best response. It was great. Her. Yeah. So my older brother said something to me when I was young and impressionable. And that is just be inquisitive, question everything, but listen to the answer. And so like, I've really, I, I always do my best and I'm, I'm, you know, again, I don't always do the best, but I try. I, I, and I think that's all that anyone can do. And I think both your siblings, at least given your current marital status are right because you should stay away from Russian women because you married, married a Polish one instead. Right. <laughs> and so any other woman is not a good idea. 
So just take a, you know, your older sister's advice is gospel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I think your older brother's advice about. Jeff has always been very wise. (coughs) Yeah. You know, he, he definitely has like an inquisitive spirit. He does. He has a a very exploratory mindset. Yeah. So whether it's climbing a rock or asking a question, he has no problem exploring. And so <clears throat> I think that's very valuable in conversation. Yeah. Uh, you know, and when people have a exploratory mindset with you and they ask you, well, why? Instead of being like, well, because think about the why, you know, I used to challenge my students I always do. Like my students, if they were like, well, why are we doing this project? I better have a fucking reason to say why we're doing it. Otherwise I'm wasting their time. So I needed to have a why, you know, the, one of my favorite books is Simon Sinek. It starts with why. One of my favorite games (laughs) is Simon says. (laughs) (laughs) So I think, I think there's true value in, in that question. And I think people need to ask that more not only of other people, but of themselves. Why do I feel this way? Why do I believe this? And if it's because you have a certain bias, it might show up. But if you don't have the why behind it, if you say like, well, so-and-so told me, maybe it's time to do a little more research on that topic. You know, oh, well, Brian and Kevin said so on the podcast. We really do come at you in an earnest fashion. We we, we try and be as researched and, and well-spoken as possible. But your thoughts aren't our responsibility, right? Your thoughts are your responsibility, and you have to own that. So while you might agree with me, or you might agree with Kevin, you might disagree with Kevin, you might disagree with me. I like how you started you, to agree with you and then started to disagree with right, me. Right, right, right. <laughs> I was doing a full, like, I was square. joking. I was just it was joking. A square. It was a square. It was a square. Um. I think it's very important that you do your own research. And, and I think this podcast is a very good starting point for a lot of people, or it might reaffirm certain things, but you always have to continuously, you know, be a scientist, continuously search for truth. Yeah. You won't, you won't die young if you just keep searching for truth because lifelong learning is what keeps you, keeps you taken. Speaking of searching for truth, I'm going to go search for the Beale treasure after this. You ever heard of that in Virginia? No. Oh, that's super cool. I'll tell you about it later. Okay. Because I want to end it on your uh, your little uh, soapbox there. Oh, I dig nice. it. Seriously, that was good. That was okay, good. Cool. It is. It's super important to be inquisitive. Yeah. Um, and it's also very important to, to, to have your whys. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that can help you to reflect <gasps> as a person. Wise will make you wise. Mm. Wow. And we're out. <laughs> Do good, be great, love you. Love you guys. We the ones that he just let into the back. We the misfits. How you gonna react? We insomniacs. We ain't get no sleep. Break the rules, can't stay on beat. Making moves, running through the streets. A to Z, follow my lead. Saints, that's quo, it's rock and roll. This is how I get a